I'll be reading from the NIV. It says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout out loud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. The Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is he, his, for he made it, and his hands form the dry land. Come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. Today, if only you would hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did that day at Massa in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me. They tried me, though, at what I did. For 40 years, I was angry with that generation. I said, they are people whose hearts go astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. Let's uh, let's sit and meditate and uh, read Psalm 95, and um, let's uh, come back and share what the Lord is uh, revealing to us uh, about him, about our hearts. Okay, so let's go ahead and meditate. This is a pretty well-known uh, psalm, especially for um, in, in the areas of worship. You know, it's like a command. This is like a command to worship. Come, let us sing for joy, verse 1. Let, let's shout out loud. Let's come before him. Um, I think in English translation, it's it's very nice and polite. Let, let's, come on, guys, let's do this. You know, please, let's let's sing. Please, let's shout. And I think, you know, as leaders of the church, you know, we kind of have that disposition, you know, like this polite, oh, come on, let's please sing, let's please shout, let's please come. But, I mean, if you look at the original language, it's actually a command. And you see how it ends, right? Like, verse 11, I'll, I'll jump there. Um, it's like, where's the happy ending? You know, it's like, oh, wait, okay, so here's the command, and it doesn't, happen there's rebellion and so here's the results oh shoot okay so maybe we need to take this command in verse one and two a little bit more seriously and um and it makes sense it's not like he's he's commanding us to do something that is a punishment right he's commanding us to to enjoy worship to enjoy his presence to praise the one who saved us the one who gave his life on the cross like so like dude the command to sing for joy, the command to shout out loud. There's this exuberancy and joyfulness. And um, yeah, in terms of of worship, that's always how um, I pictured it. And sometimes, you know, full disclosure, when I see that not translated or happening in in our gatherings, it's kind of like, um, yeah, to, to some degree, like, you know, this, this is kind of the, example or the explanation or the model of what worship is supposed to be like because of our response to what God has done uh, through the cross and through the, his resurrection. But anyway, I, I could go on that all day. But the, interestingly enough, in verse 6, is there's both this exuberance and humility at the same time. And I think maybe that's it. Maybe in order to demonstrate this exuberance in worship, it requires us to be humble. And on a human aspect, sometimes we don't sing or lift our voice or shout because because we're not humble enough to do so. Like, you know, it's like, um, you know, or you know, I'm not a great singer, you know, and so I don't I don't want to sing, or I, I I'm tone deaf and I don't want to sing. 
um, you know, for me, it's like, well, when, when was uh, pitch, tone pitch and quality of singing like a requirement? Like, oh, because, you know, maybe we feel self-conscious. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I understand. I mean, who doesn't understand that? Oh, we don't want to be a distraction. Oh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't understand that? But I'm, I'm sure King David, when he was dancing and, you know, singing, worshiping naked, you know, I'm sure that was a distraction. And please, I'm not asking anyone to do that. But, um, but it's interesting how I think there's a relationship between, um, um, humility and worship and, and those who you, you see, you know, whether it be Jesus when he, um, blessed and touched, um, the woman at the well or, um, the, the tax collectors or the prostitute. I mean, there is this stripping of pride and there's this humility and there's this exuberance. And, and I see it in, in, in Grace Lifers too, where, you know, they know that um, they're unashamed in, in their worship. They're just unashamed because they know it's not about their pride. It's about, you know, the what God has done in their lives and how they saved them. And, you know, they look foolish. It's because, you know, God saved a fool. So um, so I, this relationship between worship and humility, I, I think there's something there. Um, and so he says, uh, let us bow down, verse 6. Let us kneel. There's that humility. I love verse seven. I think that's the center of it because it's the psalmist is declaring the relationship that we have. He's our God and we are his people. He's our God and we are his people. I mean, that, if you could just sit there, I mean, that's, that's, that's ultimately it. And if you think of the, the power of that, that relationship, that covenant relationship that he will never break, yet we break it all the time. And we, you know, and it's, so let's, Let's humble ourselves. And then it continues, um, don't harden your hearts. And in verse 10, depending on your translation, it says, but they refuse. Um, they refuse to obey. They refuse to um, listen to him. And it's like, wow, can, can we really refuse the um, uh, the commands of God? Um, the the harden of hearts. Um, I do want to point this out and um, something to think about is that um, when God gives a command, our response is either one of two ways. It's either um, a softening of a heart or it's the hardening of a heart. And so if God gives us a command, our hearts are either softened or it's either hardened. For example, like um, from the position of, of, a child of your parents. I want to take, you know, I want us to pretend, not pretend we are, that we're children. We're children of our parents, right? And when you're growing up and your parents uh, nagged you about something, you know, make your bed or clean your room. At that instance, what happens to your heart? Especially when they're constantly nagging, 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 you know? Um, Our hearts are either softened and we do it, or if you're like me, (laughs) uh, our hearts get hardened. And the more they say it, the more hardened my heart gets, becomes, right? The more I don't want to do it, the more I refuse to do it, the more I'm rebellious. Like, I really don't want to make my bed. I really don't want to do the dishes. I really don't. And the same thing happens not only in the natural, but in our relationship with God. It's when we hear his command to do something, our hearts either harden or our hearts get softer. 
um, sometimes for, for, for our kid and for us, like it takes crazy, uh, I don't know what the word is, punishment. It takes crazy screaming and yelling maybe for our hearts to get softened. And even then our hearts get hardened. So um, I, I just want us to, to think about that. Um, and that's what I think the Lord is saying is like, don't harden your hearts. Cause I've been saying this all the time. I've been telling you for all the time to, to obey. Um, yeah, I mean, we could just sit in that. And finally, um, verse 11, um, he declared an oath in his anger that they shall never enter my rest. As I mentioned, it's like, dude, where's the happy ending? Like, I want a happy ending here. Like all the rest of the songs, they're supposed to be happy ending. You know, I'm supposed to struggle, struggle, struggle. And then here's the, the praise, but it's like, whoa, he, it, the wrath is there. But as Tori was bringing up, I think, you know, I was, I was resting on the word rest. Like, what does rest look like? How does rest happen? How do we enter into that rest? Cause I'm sure many of us here, we, we need some rest right now. Well, for me, um, rest equals freedom, right? If we have the freedom that we're supposed to have in Christ, that's when I could rest. It's, I can have rest when I'm free, um, from what people are thinking of me. I can have rest when I'm free from my insecurities. I, I can have rest when I'm free from fear, which means trust. Like if we want to be free from fear, we have to trust him, right? Uh, I can be free when, um, from the approval of people. I can be free from control. I can be free from earning God's love. Um, for me this morning, as I was meditating and I read, and I wrote all these down, uh, I have to wear my glasses because I can't read it, <laughs> but, um, I have to enter entering into his rest for me is when we have freedom from all of these things, you know, from control, approval, fear, insecurities, when we have freedom into our identity, um, you know, and um, yeah, so I know that's a lot to, to meditate on this morning. And uh, I know it's a little bit longer than, than typical. Um, but um, for me, you know, Psalm 95 is, is really special, especially as a former worship leader, as a pastor. Um, this is something that really motivates me in terms of um you know leading uh people into um this is um a pivotal psalm uh for me as as a pastor as a leader and so yeah may we let's go into prayer and i, I don't know if anybody else has any comments or response to that you know I'll give you the opportunity to do that uh, if anybody wants to piggyback off of anything In any case, let's, let's go to God in prayer and, uh, let's, um, come before Him. Um, and, uh, uh let's, let's just begin to bless the Lord. Uh, Lord is great and, uh, He is above all the earth. And so let's worship Him and let's, let's pray. Let's focus today on, um, uh, adoration and who He is and, uh, maybe meditate on, on some of the things that we all shared, um, about, uh, our, our, refusal to obey um maybe that can lead into confession um but also let's ask the lord for that rest that that many of us need uh not only physical rest which is uh definitely a big part of where we many of us are but it's that the rest inside our souls you know our souls are tumultuous our souls are um uh, turning over our souls are restless um but maybe let's ask the lord for that freedom let's continue to pray for um uh, the coronavirus um, 
as the numbers are becoming alarming, as there's much uh, turmoil in our nation, uh, very divisive. Uh, Let's pray for our government officials. Uh, If we haven't had a regular routine of praying for our government officials, this season really uh, causes us to do so now. Um, Let's begin to pray for our our church leaders. Um, But also what we enjoy and have the privilege of doing is praying for one another here in this, in this room. And so, if you have any um, chat box or if you have any prayer requests, go ahead and put in the chat box. As, um, as Sam announced yesterday, um, his his mom passed away a couple days ago. And um, so they're still going through the grieving process. Just have a lot of logistics. Um, but let's pray for uh, Sam Azur's family. And um, let's continue to pray for those who are sick and healing and pray for healing. Um, not only for body, for all, but also for heart and mind. Um, so if there's anything else, uh, let me start us off. Father, um, we come before you with humility. We come before you. Um, we thank you for the cross, Lord, and help us not to make the same mistakes as, as the Israelites did, Lord. And um, God, we want to come before you with, with joyful song and shouting. Um, Lord, we pray that uh, even though that may not be our temperament or personality, uh, Lord, we pray that we may be able to do that in the privacy of our home, that we may be able to do that in privacy of our uh, relationship and context with you. Um, Lord, I pray that you lead us and guide us. Uh, Lord, we have many means, but uh, Father, may our lives be focused upon you more than it's focused on upon us. Lord, you are our, our great creator, Lord and master. And Father, we are uh, so blessed uh, to be able to be heirs and uh, receive your inheritance and to be your, your people, uh, to be in covenant with you. Lord, for you are our God and we are your people. So, Lord, we just want to be with you this morning. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. So let's seek him. Let's let's pray this morning and uh, let's go before God.